0: Hello everyone, you're listening to the LockInYourSuccess.com trading performance podcast with master trading performance coach John Locke, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Today I'd like to share an interview I had, but before I do, I'd like to say a warm thank you to Sylvia, her crew, and her listeners for allowing me to share such an important topic, and I had a lot of fun and I really enjoyed it immensely. Now, without further ado, I'd also like to share it with you. So here is the interview. Enjoy.
1: We shall be giving you trading insights on technical analysis, fundamental analysis, risk management, and trading psychology. Our guest is John Locke, second time on the Trading Lounge. We are grateful to have you. And our theme is discovering why and how your trading expectations affect your trading. Since establishing Locke, your success LLC in 2006, John Locke has emerged as a leader in the trading industry. He has authored more than a dozen options trading strategy courses and created many career-changing trading performance programs which are used by traders around the globe. To support his students, a trading community was developed where hundreds of talented traders share ideas, have access to educational resources, attend live and recorded webinars. In his pursuit to become an expert in the study of human behavior and trading performance, John Locke has achieved multiple master certifications in transformational coaching, neuro-linguistic programming and hypnosis, and is deeply involved in many other self-improvement sciences. He uses these skills to help traders conquer fears, overcome anxiety, and break through the barriers holding them back from performing their best. Welcome, John.
0: Hey, thank you. For, thank you for having me on and welcome, everybody.
1: Yes. And maybe you can tell us, given your background uh, from your trading bio, how you found your passion into helping traders become better versions of themselves and in manage, managing fear and anxiety that can cripple their trading progress.
0: Well, you know, I found out early in my career that the professionals that we're trading against in the marketplace, feed off of what I call a, a heightened state of awareness or, or heightened emotional arousal states. And they can do this because anytime we're overly frightened and anytime we're overly confident or anytime we, um, we're overly anxious, our logical reasoning center shut down and our behavior defaults to uh, what we call natural human cognitive biases. And when we are in that state, our behavior becomes extremely easy to predict and therefore extremely easy to take advantage of. But these biases are why we do things that we previously say that we were never going to do. It's why we do things like breaking our trading plans and jump trading strategies if we lose or jump trading strategies if we see something that looks better. It's why we jump at trades that are too large in size, why we stay in trades past the time you know we said we we're going to exit. It promotes all the things that lead to these uh, really excessive losses in the marketplace, meaning that you're not going to make money for any substantial length of time if that's the way you're doing things, regardless of the strategy you use, regardless of how much you know, because when you're in an elevated state of arousal, you're not following the strategy and you're not utilizing what you know. You know, This being the case, learning to utilize your emotions properly in ways that are beneficial rather than to in in ways that are destructive is every bit as important as any indicator or strategy you might ever see. Unfortunately, very few people aggressively work on their emotions directly. Instead of learning how to properly process emotions, uh, and the emotions mainly that you need to process are the, the emotions that revolve around uncertainty, if you don't properly process those emotions, the uncertainty is going to be forever A problem in your trading, right? Um, And the and because people can't deal with this uncertainty, they're doing things like relying on indicators or or form fitted back tests or um, relying on other people and looking at least recent luck driven results, results that have absolutely nothing to do with whether or not you traded well, and they're using that to do that, and that doesn't have anything to do with whether a strategy is actually any good or not. The bottom line is um, avoiding uncertainty because we're afraid and anxious puts us into what we call a failure loop, and the only way to escape the loop is to learn how to properly process your fear and anxiety so that we can deal with the reality of the uncertainty that is always going to be present in trading. Now. this is critically important to be able to deal with this properly and it's hardly ever discussed, which is why I'm so passionate about it. Okay. So that's basically my answer. All
1: right. And then how can we as traders manage our expectations and then that, you know, in a way that we can be able to become long-term traders?
0: How can they subconsciously manage their expectations? Uh, (laughs) All right, so consider this. Your conscious mind is capable of processing about 2,000 bits of information at at any given second, about 2,000 bits of information per second. Your unconscious mind processes approximately 4 billion bits of information per second. That's 2,000 for the conscious mind, 4 billion for the unconscious mind. By the time you're consciously aware of anything, your unconscious has already observed it, processed it, applied a meaning to it, and created an emotion. Meaning you don't manage your subconscious. Your subconscious manages you. Now, that doesn't mean we can't become better traders or we can't do anything about it because Although we may not be able to manage the subconscious, what we can do is we can train our subconscious to process information differently through things such as mental rehearsal and uh, coaching, NLP, guided meditation, hypnosis, those types of things we can train our subconscious to react in a way that we want want it to react. Now, something we should all realize is that the only natural fears that we have when we're born is children are the fear of loud noises and the fear of failing. Every other fear, every other thing that makes you anxious, you've learned. My point being that virtually everything you fear or everything you're anxious about or happy about or sad about, the reason you feel that way about it is because you learned how to feel about them. Then you trained your unconscious mind or somebody else trained your unconscious mind to look at things that way. But since it was learned, it can be unlearned. And the ways to do that, unfortunately, nobody teaches us how to do that. No one teaches this stuff in school, which is why I'm here, right? So this is uh, what we do.
1: (laughs) All right. And then you did mention uh, neurolinguistic programming, which you're uh, certified in. Maybe you can tell us more about that and how that ties into a trader's mindset.
0: Yeah, so we can make tremendous changes in a trader's mindset with NLP and hypnotic techniques. But just like fire, NLP can be, uh, in hypnosis, they can create wonderful things and they can use, they can also be used to destroy things. So realize that hypnosis involves being in what we call a trance state. And a trance state is when our conscious mind isn't paying attention. Or when our conscious mind is focused on something other than what we're doing, which, by the way, is most of the time. So most of the time, we we as human beings, we're operating unconsciously, meaning that we're in a trance state much of the time. And when we talk about NLP, uh, NLP involves the way we organize information and. The, and how we place it in areas where we understand or our mind knows what that information needs, um, and we want to do that because we need to place meaning on future events. We need to place meaning on future information that we see. My question I have is, you're in, or or my a statement and a question is, you're in a st- you're in a trance all the time. You're utilizing NLP all the time, so. Are you putting yourself in trances of empowerment or are you putting yourself in trances of disempowerment? Are you organizing information in a way that's beneficial to you or are you organizing information in a way that's destructive? And the answer for most people is they don't know. They don't know because they think their thoughts and emotions are something that happens to them. They believe that their thoughts and their emotions are true. Rather than realizing that thoughts and emotions are self-created, made-up fantasies, and they're not necessarily very good made-up fantasies. (laughs) If you're having problems with reaching your goals because you've been in a disempowering trances and you've organized information in a way that doesn't benefit you, then what we can do is we can go through the natural process of NLP and hypnosis with you to help you organize your unconscious information and the meanings you apply to things in ways that will help you move forward towards your goals and live a better life. And as far as our NLP and hypnosis tied uh, to what was the question, tied to expectations that affect a trader's performance, the answer is absolutely. Um, unconscious expectations were created for most people through random things they heard and experienced which were never challenged at the conscious or logical level. In other words, we're all, or, or people, are in a trance when information slips in and it never logically ever gets challenged, meaning the expectation that you have, or the expectations that you have, whatever they are, may have absolutely no basis in reality. And if your expectation has no basis in reality, it creates a cascade of problems when we attempt to reach those expectations. Realize that we can expect anything. But reality is a different story. And reality wins every time. So that's how that affects you. Wow, that is is quite deep. Thank you for that. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs)
1: Uh, so there's a statement here by Victor Frankl and he says uh, between stimulus and response there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response and our response in our response lies our growth and our freedom. Uh, what do you think about that statement?
0: Do you agree with it? If yes, uh, why? The, the statement's almost perfect. Um, our unconscious always reacts first. But if we are on the lookout for that reaction, then we are able to interrupt that reaction and we can take a more beneficial action. And when we can do that, we can do pretty much anything. And we'll talk about where that space actually is in your thought process as we go along within the presentation. All
1: right. I think you can take us through your presentation and we're ready to learn from you.
0: Awesome. Let me see if I can share my screen here okay all right are we good yeah so today i was going to talk about how and why your expectations affect your trading results and i'm going to go about it at a kind of a roundabout way and i have a question for you <clears throat> what do you truly desire this question comes out of a show that uh, my wife and i watch here in the u.s called lucifer and lucifer is the devil And Lucifer has the power to put somebody essentially in a trance when he asks this question and get their real unconscious desires. And what they find is, or what he finds is that their unconscious desires are very, very different than what they think, what the person thinks their desires are. But he goes right into what they truly desire. And this is true for all of us. What we truly desire, we often don't consciously know or we don't consciously understand. When we come and we talk about trading, what is it that most people truly desire? They truly desire or possibly not, not everybody necessarily, but most people truly desire it to be easy. They think I should be able to learn without years of study. I should be able to learn without a substantial investment of time and money. I should be able to do it myself. I should be able to learn on my own without, multi- without multiple setbacks, without failures. Uh, all I need to do is find the right strategy, the right trading uh, indicator to be profitable. And when I once I find that, I'm going to be profitable forever and f- for now and forever into the into the future. They believe they're going to be consistent. They believe they should be able to win every trade. They believe their feedback, they believe that if they traded well, they won, or if they won, they traded well. They believe that if they lost, they traded poorly. They believe that they should feel confident or certain. I should allow myself to feel confident, and, and with that confidence and certainty, they often have, I should allow myself to feel confident if I win. I should force myself to feel uncertain and lack of confidence if I lose. That's what they often think. And when we take a look at any one of these statements, like I should be able to win every time, when I coach people and I talk to people about that, what happens is I say, what do you think about your results? Because they'll come to me and they'll say, they say, well, I want consistent results. And I will say, oh, you mean you want to win every trade? Because that's what the definition of consistency is, right? the same thing every single time. And they'll say, well, no, no, no. I don't expect to win every trade. I expect to lose trades. And I say, oh, really? Realize that when we talk to somebody as a NLP person or as a hypnosis person or, or any kind of a therapist or coaching, we don't believe what people say. People will come to us with a presenting problem but that presenting problem is 99% of the time a lie. Not that the person's lying to me, because they believe it's true. They're lying to themselves. Therefore, we don't consider what people say so much as what they do, because what they do is the truth. And my question to them is, really, you expect to lose trades. What do you do when you lose a trade? How do you feel when you lose a trade? If these people are coming or, or my client comes to me and they and they and I and I find out they lose a trade and they drop their trading size to nothing, or they lose a couple of trades and they're hopping to a different trading strategy, basically they lose a couple of trades and and their process just goes off the rails. If that's what's happening, they expect to win every trade, because if they expected to lose a trade, they wouldn't be trading too large. They wouldn't be hopping strategies if they lose a trade. They, there's a whole host of things they wouldn't be doing if they truly expected to win every trade. So when you're evaluating yourself, what I'd like to to encourage you to do is to take a look at your feelings and your actions when these things happen and actually challenge what you believe you you actually desire or what you believe your expectation actually is with trading. Now, here's a question for everybody. What are the most important things you need to learn to to focus on to be a successful trader? Is it finding the right indicator? Is it finding the right trading strategy? Is it finding the right service to follow? If I can only find the right indicator. I can only find the right strategy. I can only write the right service. I'm going to be successful as a trader. None of these things are important with trading. It's what everybody focuses on. It's what everybody's trying to do, but none of them are important. The most important things you need to learn as a trader and focus on is to be successful as a trader R1 is training yourself to make good risk-reward probability decisions. There's a problem with that, though. Risk? I don't want any risk. I don't expect risk. Oh, But if I ask people, they'll say, oh, yeah, well, I understand this risk. But do they really expect that risk? Do they really internalize that the risk is there? And the, re- and the answer is, most of the time, not. Most of the time, not. They don't want the risk. They don't expect the risk at an unconscious level. Probability? What do you mean probability? I, I want to win every trade. I expect to win every trade. Again, logically, they understand that that is not possible. But at an unconscious level, the majority of people are expecting to win. They want to be certain they're going to win. Um, every trade. The second thing that's one of the most important things is training yourself to properly interpret and learn from results. There's a problem with trying to properly learn from results with trading, and that is that most people or all of us, our natural tendency is to try something, and if we get the desired result, we think we did the right thing. If we get the under, if we get an undesired result, we think we did the wrong thing, and we want to try something else. This is the natural learning process of a human being. The problem is, it doesn't work that way in trading. I could be completely irresponsible, follow no plan, do something completely stupid. I could, I, I could look at my e, my S and T five hundred futures. I could take every penny in my trading account, and I could put that into a trade. With no going with no rules, and I could have a wonderful result. Or I could also go in and I could follow a very carefully detailed plan using my indicators to get in, have a nice uh, um, risk-reward profit target, get out when I hit my stop, I could trade perfectly and flawlessly, and I could lose the trade. If you expect your results to match your performance as a trader, that's a problem because your results don't match your performance. Your results as a trader in any individual trade is luck-driven. Your, luck, your results over a long period of time are going to match your performance as a trader, but your luck on shorter-term time periods do not. They're luck-driven. They could, but they don't necessarily. And if we're using this to make our decisions, that's a problem. Um, the other thing is I need instant and decisive feedback. I need to be confident I'm on the right track. And this is the issue with traders. They come in and they'll come in and yeah, they'll do bat testing, but it's... We'll talk about this maybe later. It's form-fitted backtesting. Of course, you're going to win backtesting. Backtesting has nothing to do with the future, and they're not confident, and they're using the results or the short-term results for feedback, and they need that instant feedback because they're not confident in themselves. And then they start using that instant feedback and they're getting the wrong messages from that because again, that feedback is luck driven and they're using essentially luck to decide what to do next and whether they're doing the right thing or not. And this is going to be a problem. So you need to train yourself to properly interpret and learn from those results and realize that you can get a bad result and trade well and you can get a, um, a good result and trade poorly. And the other thing is being able to change to adjust to setbacks and conditions changes. People's expectation is I expect a trade or an indicator that's been profitable in the past to remain profitable for now and forever into the future. That is an expectation that is not good for a trader. You need to expect the market conditions to change and you need to expect to adapt to that. And you want to train yourself how to. Uh, identify when things do change and when the edge in your strategy, whatever that happens to be, goes away. And you want to understand what to do when that edge goes away. Uh, so, so a big part of being successful long-term as a trader is understanding the edges of, of, of a bunch of different types of strategies, uh, understanding when that edge is present in the marketplace, understanding when that edge goes away, and then what to do about it when it does. That's when you're going to be long-term successful if you're if you're depending on re- short term results for confidence that's a problem if you're depending on a trading strategy to continue to work into the future that's a problem if you're trying to blindly do that eventually both those are going to go away and what you really need to do is you really need to understand how to um, like i said identify the things we we're talking about and then adapt and change to those conditions that is the key Now, I'm often challenged with some of the things I just said, but I've done experiments in the past. I like to do little experiments with my students sometimes. And I've done things such as give 100 people the same rule set and then track their success over a year, two years, three years. And what we find is that 10% do great, about 30% do terrible, 70% break even. Now, these are strategies that... Uh, I have developed, and they're strategies that I have a a webinar within our membership called Options Trading for Income, where we're real-time going over the trades, and I go over the adjustments every week that happened, or the entries, the exits, the adjustments, um, every week that happened in that particular trade. So these are strategies that I know how they did, because I sat there and I did them real-time over this whole period. And... Most, For the most part, strategies come out 80%. They wait like 80% of the time, and uh, I I know what the results are. But I interview these people who are doing the same thing I'm doing. 10% do great, 30% do terrible, 70% break-even. This is pretty consistent among the industry. And then once I do that, I'll give the same people other rule sets. I'll give them a crappy rule set that, probably isn't going to do well. I'll give them, you know, different types of rule sets. And when I do that, the really funny thing is the same individuals do well. The same individuals who did terrible do terrible, the same individuals who broke even broke even. So, if you take a look at this and you look at the results, I researched Well, first of all, those are the results of that. The other part of the research is is, is evaluating 100 traders I consider to be long-term successful. These are people who are mentors for me, people who are peers maybe, value investors that I know, hedge fund owners that I know, uh, top trading instructors, day traders, students, friends. If you take a look at these people and and take a look at people who've been been very successful five, 10 years or more, one of the interesting things is none of these traders use the exact same rule sets. None of them use the exact same indicators. None of them use the exact same strategy. They're all doing different things. So if you think about it, if I give 100 people the same rule set and the results are basically all over the place, and I take 100 long-term successful traders with great results and their trades. and their rules with great results. And we look at their rules and we look at their indicators. We look at what they're doing and they're all different. What does that mean? Okay. I'm going to stop here for now. What I'd like to do is let you absorb the information that you got in the podcast today. And then we're going to have part two of this, which gets more in depth on the next podcast. Also, be sure to check out our trading performance membership and register to receive any update that we have regarding the trading performance podcast, free webinars and our trading performance membership so that you too can skyrocket your trading and produce fantastic results in your life. Thank you for joining me and I look forward to seeing you on the next trading performance podcast.